I've been having this dream. It's not a scary dream, but a strange dream. I'm in an open space, a space I can and cannot identify. I name the places by name, Ontario, Fruitland, Nampa, but the landscapes are kind of unrecognizable. Beautiful places I caught in slivers growing up in Canyon County, except with high cliffs over pristine valleys with castles built into them, and they're strung with a kind of weird lighting, like they have jewels in them. In my dream, I say, this is Ontario, to whoever happens to be accompanying me, or this is Fruitland, I say in another one. But what does all that mean? I decided to consult with a clinical psychologist and a professor of psychology to find out. And interestingly, you know, we think one of the functions of dreaming is to process out some uh, unpleasant emotional experiences, which actually could account for some of this idol idolization of the, the past, because people would not, they would filter out those un unpleasant experiences or those emotions associated with them. That's Dr. Kyle Davis. He has a PhD in clinical psychology and specializes in treating insomnia thoughts about dreaming is that even like the old adage like why well, just need to sleep on it um, has a has a real purpose because people will end up um, being able to come to, to terms with the situation come up with a solution after sleeping and so if that's the solution what's the problem I try to correlate that with my waking life as a valley grows bigger more populated with high-rise hotels and condos popping up and more doors I walk into now containing establishments I'm not familiar with. I find my conscious now going to open spaces as well. A field, an empty lot, an image of a grove of poplars surrounded by barren farmland with an open sky stretching south. Sometimes I get afraid I'm going to walk directly into traffic when I think of these things. I get to where I kind of call it a compensation mechanism. Psychologists, however, call it idolization. John Thurr is a professor of psychology at the College of Idaho. What we want to do is bring our unconscious mind more into a conscious awareness. Carl Jung, Swiss psychiatrist who founded Analytical Psychology, puts it this way. The stream of images within, you observe an aspect of the world. by and large a pleasant assignment, except for one thing. Night after night, the Major was plagued by the same reoccurring Open spaces are in my blood. I grew up in the country. The last three generations of my family were farmers of some sort, and maybe generations I don't know about before that. Which leads me to think about, as Dr. Thur brought up, the collective unconsciousness. Those things in your psyche before you knew there was a psyche. What's so fascinating is that all of the individuals that are looking at that, they, they go back to all of the historic traditions and that's, that's 5,000 years ago. So what does the dream mean? Am I idolizing space that maybe I suspect I might not be getting enough of? I don't know. I do know in the waking world that requires more vigilance than ever at intersections, more awareness riding my bike, more adjusting to skylines newly blocked by buildings that maybe are expressions for more vacant space is as much an interior endeavor as anything. I go back to the original question of what the dream means, except this time I put it to Dr. Davis. 
Well, as a, a good psychologist, I'd probably ask you what you think of it first. Oh, well, back to the drawing board. But at least I have some coordinates. In the meantime, in my dreams, I give you idealized Ontario. I give you bejeweled Emmett. I give you pristine Parma. And maybe a mind sorting out its own land use issues. Music is Past Self, Future Self, and Sunlight by Sophagus. Special thanks to Dr. Kyle Davis and Dr. John Thur. Produced by Wayne Burt for Radio Boise's Voices Project. Music